This is a Think Live B production. don't like doing you know it really grinds my gears <laughs> no but you know I really for I feel like the last week I have just been on the computer writing up offers like nonstop, just back and forth or addendums addenda that's the plural of addendum really um yes yeah. oh, yeah. for you no 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 oh. I know I know that's, right I guess all I've that, been doing is oh, writing no. new offers oh no that does sound bad <laughs> I don't mean that at all in a braggy way it's just like that's one of those things where I don't particularly enjoy the actual offer writing process it's like um it's very difficult I think I might have like I might have some attention deficit disorder that's just been undiagnosed for many years because it's really hard for me to sit still like that back to back and just keep typing up paperwork you know yeah like I like to organize in the little details I like to organize things and figure out where stuff should go. Um, but yeah. like the actual paperwork itself, like filling it out is tedious. Yeah. It's tedious. You definitely have undiagnosed. <laughs> to a some, Well, you do to a certain degree because I've. Watched more, me. Well, yeah. I mean, I've it's seen. observed. We I've, literally have a segment or a little uh, sound effect for when I go down a right. rabbit hole, which is just a distraction. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times you'll say, okay, I need to. Uh, Go write up this offer and then we'll whatever. Go do whatever. And she starts sweeping. No, or- she, no, she gets behind the computer and oh, thirty no. minutes go by, and I'm like, "How did you finish that offer?" And you go, "Nope, haven't started yet." <laughs> well, I get, I get distracted, and you get you get distracted. There's so, that's so many what, things to do. But that's what I mean. Is like you you can get kind of thrown off pretty. I I I, do, I can see how. I you having to sit and do a bunch of kind of monotonous sort of filling out contracts with our offers with names and addresses and prices yeah, just and like copying and pasting yeah over like and, over. Ha- and and doing that a few times a day for different people and and over and over and over again and then it doesn't get accepted or whatever and then you got to do it again and stuff how that would kind Can of I also just say you would never you wouldn't be able to make it on like let's say an assembly line it'd be fun that sounds so tedious. Yeah. That's not, um, some people enjoy that because it's they don't have to think. Well, I was going to say, it's not tedious. It's like, it is kind of mindless. Yeah, but stuff, you wouldn't but be able to do it. I can't, I can't sit like that and just keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. I can't. So that's one of my least favorite things to do that's like a job responsibility that I have. Um, and it could be, it could be delegated. Like at times when I've had an executive assistant... <laughs> There's no Your knock EA on. is gone. No you have a DOO now. That's it. <laughs> um, as Kayla sits across from me. Um, I'm still your EA. It's my favorite role. <laughs> but like I do feel it because she's currently training someone. So I definitely feel like I don't have the same, you know, that assistant um, job duty. Yeah. Of, of Where you just say, things. Kayla, here's the details. Can you get can this? You, can you prep this for me? Yep. And um and and I know that that'll that'll change and we'll you know continue to shift around. But like there's always those times where you you're working on stuff that's in your job duty description for that moment and time, and you hate it. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I'm at right it's now. The growing pains that we're facing. Yeah, that's what, where I'm at. Um, but speaking of my EA, uh, she is in the room, and her name's Kayla Boundy. She's our co-host, and you know she's really uh, more of a director of operations now, as we have other team members. Um, so there's things to to operate like on a day to day basis, right? So, mm-hmm. um, so you that's what happens. I think when you start growing is trying to figure out like who's going to do what, and who's like yeah, what are the job duties of. Uh, DOO versus an EA and what are the job duties of the other people that are working there and how do how do you keep kind of like getting those things off your plate not necessarily the stuff that you don't like although I know some people have that strategy of like I'm going to hire someone to fill you know this role that is you know more, years, but- that I hate doing right. And I don't know that that's the best way to hire, but I know that some people do that where you're like, okay, what what am I not good what at? What do you not like doing? Yeah. So you, you can focus like and excel at the things you enjoy. 
Yeah. And one of the things I do enjoy is also, well, I I should say, I, I like marketing and coming up with ads and copy and all that stuff. I don't, I don't have time to do it all. And it doesn't fall into those five job duties that we've talked about before. But at least I have our other co-host. Do you guys like how I'm mixing this intro in? Well, well job well have, done. Why do you have to stop halfway through? Why can't you just do it? <laughs> but anyways, Patrick Fatika Hello. is also a co-host. And, you know, thankfully you're here to do at least to make things look nice and, you know, do our Stay graphic brand. design. And, and so that we have a consistent brand and we have those things. But you don't like doing the tedious work of like... Creating. Yeah, like making ads themselves and posting oh, them yeah. and stuff. Like Paste you, up work. You would never do that for me. No. Like <laughs> Couldn't I, pay you enough. No, I, I had a job in graphic design once for about two weeks where that was the, the job was paste up work. This is back pre-internet really was newspaper clipping like like for like magazines and for wow. yeah for newspapers where it's like this is the so-and-so uh whatever clothing store here's all the information create a two inch by three inch ad that's going to go in the paper with all the information on it so you don't like doing that no that's why you never respond to me those kinds of when you ask him to fill it like will you put together this little flyer saying he's like no 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 least priority uh, yeah i i hate that's called paste up work and i hate doing that if you want something designed or like logo wise or like we need to have come up with you know something for like Like we did for the ice cream social or the vip program or anything like that that stuff is all great i don't have any problem doing that i don't even really particularly like doing the layout for like all of our different um the manuals manuals yeah. and stuff like that i don't mind doing it because i know that it'll get done fast and correct so yeah. it's easier for me to do it than anybody else but that's certainly not if i was gonna have an assistant that's the first thing off that's the first thing <laughs> off the list yeah yeah well and i think that's where you have to start when you start hiring um is like well as a real estate agent you're supposed to delegate the things that aren't on those five job duties. Yeah, 80% items. And that's really hard. And I can, this is some real talk here because I can admit, and most people have this problem, is that we want to do the fun stuff. Like I said, I enjoy marketing and I like doing that stuff. I don't have time for it anymore. And that's part of the problem is if I took away time to work on offers and negotiation to do that, well, we'd be in a tough spot well, and who wouldn't would have be, a yeah. business. Who would be doing in order for you to take away time from offers and negotiations? If not you who just, to still do the marketing stuff, the only way that you can do that is to have way, way less clients. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's what I mean. Like we wouldn't going have backwards. Or yeah. having have a, a partner realtor who can negotiate just as strongly as you can and provide the same experience you do. Well, and like sometimes so that's harder. Sometimes people have straight partnerships where they have two agents who then just sort of divvy up the job duties, but that doesn't make sense to me. Um because then nobody is doing like there there is that like we're if you're a licensed agent, your job is supposed to be to look for new business, mm-hmm. set appointments, go on appointments, I could write see, offers. And- I could see like I couldn't I, I can see like a couple people who have been married for X amount of years and go into a partnership in real estate. I could see that happening, being able to divvy it up that way. Yeah, but one of them is still going to be doing some of the things that the yes, other one's you know, not doing. What usually Twins. happens. Twins, yep. <laughs> they can do it, brother, mm-hmm. like brother, sister, mother, daughter. Isn't there? I can see I those kinds of there's things. There's twins in our office. I was going to say. I haven't seen them around, actually. Yeah, I can hmm. see, I can see like those kind of types of, depending on, not every single relationship, but I can see variation, variations of those where well, it's like, it's unspoken. Well, right? sometimes like, you end are, up where the, 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 one of the spouses is just naturally more inclined to to do yeah. the paperwork side right. of things. And so they we become... Never, we never had a discussion of who which one of us was going to do the bills. Right. I just said, it, give me all your was, money. Yeah. And, it was just... It was very... Make sure that we don't go that we bankrupt. Don't, that we don't go bankrupt. It was very... It was unspoken. It wasn't wasn't something that I we... I think that happened for Sean and I too, because yeah. I do all the bills yeah. and he does... He so, has internet and that one gets forgotten. See, that's, so that's a simple... That's a simple variation but yeah i think people especially brother sister or twins or something like that you kind of well i guess twins are brothers 
yeah, or siblings as well, siblings, but yeah. uh, that you can kind of just fall into place and yes, you, everything gets handled because everybody knows where so if you go into it though like we're both going to get licensed and we're going to figure out a way you're really good at this and you're really good at this then you could have that kind of partnership but if you just meet somebody in the office and say you guys want let's you and me and we're going to start a partnership and we'll make a get a big white dry erase board and put all of the job duties in. Which one do you want? Which one do you want? You end up wanting the same one. That's going to be a mess. Yeah. And I actually, I don't know that many teams and I, I'm sure they're out there. I can think of like maybe two or three in central Florida that are not husband and wife or, or related that are successful partnerships. Mm -hmm. Um, very few because it doesn't, there's always got to be, um, like there's got to be somebody who's supposed to be the the leader, yeah. you know? And and so if you're an agent and you want to run a team, you want to own a team, then you have to be that person, even if you don't like doing that sometimes. Yeah. I'm not speaking from personal experience or <laughs> anything. No, it doesn't sound like it at all. <laughs> but like some days, you know, sometimes I wake up in the morning and I'm like, I don't really want to, you know, lead somebody today. I want, I want to just do my own thing. Yeah. And there was a time in the distant past where when you woke up and said said that then you just could and you would and now it's like you don't have a choice really well, yeah, it's like to- i don't want to do this today but yeah i don't have a choice i have to well i and think that can get yeah let me tell you and if any of my team members are listening <laughs> we love you <laughs> I we always love you but they better be listening <laughs> I, know, I know um I there's something that I instated that I don't always enjoy doing myself. <laughs> Should I? Oh, is this the five what by is five? It? Yeah, the five by five. How dare you? You know how many times I, don't really I, I hear like it. all the time. I don't. don't I gotta get do, ready for this. I don't want to do the five by five today. So, but I was like, you started it. I know, right? <laughs> if you don't want to do it, don't do it. But but it's there are things like that though where it's like nobody wants to do everything that's on their job list. But yeah, I think that that starts and sets a tone for the week to get into production. And it's a nice little check in with everybody the, well, on explain, how their weekend Explain. Went. Yeah. What is the five by five? Okay. So I didn't come up with this. Um, all good ideas are usually borrowed from someone else. Um, this one, I'm still on the fence though, if it's a good idea. But um, it's it's basically like you you kind of have a stand up with your team, either in the office, on Zoom, however Monday you're morning. on Monday morning. Some people do this stuff every morning. Um, but so, but once a week is enough. <laughs> once a week is <laughs> enough for me. Uh, <laughs> but you, you get up and you, uh, you say a positive from the weekend or like just some, something good that happens. Small win. Small win. Yep. Um, and just talk about that. So it gets, it allows you to like interact with people and you learn a little bit about them. And you get warmed up. You get warmed up. Um, and then you do what we do. And, you know, I've heard this iteration in different ways before, but what we do is you touch five people on social media and then call five people. And it's just a quick 30 minutes, like boom, 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 five by five. And also I think I, I'm pretty sure that um, that name came from somewhere else, but I also liked it because we took it it's from, from Buffy. Buffy. But some, but it was other called it was like five by five by five, and we just were like, like that. we're like drop the drop the other drop five the other contacts five, because like, we like it because it's from Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about the number of contacts you need. Um, but uh, but it's it's one of those things where it's Monday morning and. It's a good, purposeful way to get into production, but I don't always want to get up and be like, I'm excited about this this week or like, hey, I had a good weekend because of this. But you have to put on that, um, like you have to force yourself to, I was going to say put on that face, <laughs> paint my face up. No, but you have to like force yourself to um, to show up and and lead mm-hmm. and get people excited to do that thing because it is important. Right. Contacting yeah. people, believe it or not, in real estate, it's does, sort of it's, sort of important. It's sort of like it's pretty important. <laughs> um, where was I going with that? Uh, you're talking Job about duties, yeah, that things you that you don't like, like but still do. Yeah. Um, I'm all, actually I'm really curious, Kayla. What is your least favorite thing to do? Um. Oh man, I don't know. My least favorite thing to do. I just put her on the spot. So I like a lot of my least favorite thing is that I don't have enough like structure, discipline, and time to get it all in. That's not something. <laughs> that's no, uh, like job duty. Oh, that's probably like some- writing the blogs. Only, well, 
I say that lightly because I think if I were to just have sole focus on being like tapping in the creative side, I think it takes too long for me to tap into the writing side of myself mm-hmm. to get it to freely go the way that I would enjoy it, like sure. doing it. Yeah. So I if think that frustrates not, me the most. If you're not a skilled writer, that's not something that you do all the time and that you've maybe went to school for and are really skilled at it. You can't just sit down and pump out four yeah. paragraphs out of the blue. Like, yeah. like, like I'm a descriptive writer. Especially if you were coming straight from uh, Doing Excel. numbers. Yep. Which that's my path. I love right. that way gonna, more than anything. And, and then I'm going to do this and I'm going to write this and then I'm going to go and, and do some organization of some, yeah. something Lead else. Lead coordination. That's, that, that, that can be a difficult thing to do. I can, I can see that. And well, it's like having the creative, it's only needed for marketing and writing the blogs. So even if I were to do a whole day of like just creative stuff, I would still have the day-to-day items that would need me to be more analytical or like problem solving versus creative. Which is why I don't think, well, that's not true. I, but you can have like, okay, so job, job descriptions and job roles that exist in real estate. Like, let me start from the beginning. And then we'll come back to that because yep. what I was going to say is because your your that job duty isn't necessarily supposed to be on your plate, but yet it is. It is, yeah. yeah. I was because I'm a leverage to, to you. I'll get back to that. But so that's where it starts, though, is like one person who gets to a point where they need administrative support, and then you hire that first admin person who then is supposed to do everything else that you're. I totally forgot about TC stuff. That's probably my least favorite in real estate. Oh, now she now she's a floodgate. <laughs> she's like, wait a second, I've got some other complaints. No, that's the first thing that we offboarded from my plate because that was my least favorite thing to do, and I totally forgot about it because I don't really do it now. Well, well I do it, but I don't. Well, so but it was your least favorite thing to do, I think, because you didn't think that you were good at it for a while. That, but I don't think you think that anymore. So, do you still not enjoy it? I would wouldn't want it. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't want it back. <laughs> Take it. Um, I think it's that. Yes, um, the confidence behind it. I think the also also the second thing is just I like people. You like people? I like people. I really do. I like people and they can like me if they want. They can choose that on their own. But people don't respond when I would like them to or I don't get what I want when I'd like it to happen and I have to chase people down and I don't like the chase. The mm. chase isn't my game. Oh, and real I think, estate. Might, this might be the end of the road for you. <laughs> no, because like agents, I'm going to have to chase them for the rest of my life. But when they're agents within our team and our little circle or whatever, like they can be punished. No, <laughs> I have more. Um, I have more heart behind the chasing them to get what's needed because I want them to succeed. And I know this is going to matter. But when I'm chasing a co-op for a seller's disclosure and I'm having to bang my head on right. the table multiple times just to get it to make yeah. our clients happy. Yeah. 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 Well, there's no end game. It's just like if you're if you're chasing agents on the team around to get their numbers in or to do whatever, that is all in for the good of the growth of the team taking a step towards growing and being bigger and better and all of those things. But chasing around a co-op agent to get uh, the, the H- what the HOA anything. was on on a future buyer's house or some, what it's going to be or what, whatever. Yep. That's at the end of the day. I had to be okay did, with just doing what yeah, I could. All they did was run you around and there is no, there is no end game eventually. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a different, it's a different thing. I yeah. can see so that. So that I'm just recorrecting the thing that I, just like the most there but back to you madam. i don't remember what i was talking <laughs> madam about. toastmaster back to you <laughs> um well but that's that's where it starts is like i was saying individual agent and then you look for administrative support and that purse that first person is supposed to take everything off of your plate except for those five job duties and but that's that's hard to do and i think if i'm being honest and if everybody else was being honest with themselves that never happens exactly the way it's supposed to because num- there's there's micromanaging and like are you doing that right <laughs> um and then there's also like there's things that you might want to be more involved in but you you know took it off your plate and your job duty responsibilities and gave it to somebody else but you actually didn't want to give it to someone else because you'd rather be doing it 
And yeah. so you're involved in things that you shouldn't be. And so that, that kind of stuff can hold you back. I know that personally. Um, you really have to, I think, commit to it makes everything better for 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 you, for the person that you hired, for the clients. Um, if you really stick to those job duties and say like, if it's anything on this list, I'm going to forward it to you. And it, but that takes discipline that I mm-hmm. still struggle with. Like instead of responding to that email, which I really want to, not because I like responding to emails, but I like knowing that it was completed. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, so that's off your plate. So I, if I forward it on to somebody else, then there's always a fear. Well, is that going to get done? And not, not related to people that have worked with me, but just that's who I am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's just how I operate. And I'm like, I, it's almost easier sometimes. Well, to you do were it the yourself. kid in the group projects who probably did everything <laughs> because it was just easier that was, way. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you, I've known Catherine since she was in college mm-hmm. and every single group project she was the leader on, volunteered to be the leader. <laughs> And every time you took a bold class, you were the leader yep. of that group. Not every time I did step back sometimes. Once. Like, Once. <laughs> oh, okay. Several times. I've not Out been the eight. team captain every time. Did you know what? Okay. Somebody spoke I, up before even, she did. And I, don't, I don't know how many people out there listening have taken bold in the past, but me personally designed multiple posters for team names for bold uh, and our posters were the best I've done, because I, I delegated i right. delegated that so if, if i can remember doing six or seven of them then i can tell you that and i know i didn't do all of them that most i would say most if i was a betting man i would say was Catherine was the the team leader on probably probably 60 percent. so it's well my point being is that that makes it difficult for you when you have a team and, and you're a team leader, which you are for Think Live B, it's also very difficult for you to um, delegate things for other people to do and then be able to walk away and say, I don't need to check up on that. Yeah. Well, and, and you have to know that about yourself. Um, yeah. I don't think everybody experiences that. If Like some people are happy to get that stuff off their plate and they're like, just do it, and whatever. All, they don't even care like the, the standard quality, or quality right. of what's being done. They're just like, just get it off my plate. I got to go somewhere houses. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I wish I could be like that person. Mm-mm. I don't think it'd be <laughs> as successful if you were that person. Well, I feel like you have to, they say. I don't know if that's true. Expect I, I, what I, you and. I don't know if that's true because I think there's oh, a, that's I think, got an opinion well, I do. I think cool. there's, a, I think there's a threshold. I think you can, it's like we said before, we've said before, like you can make a million dollars as a restaurateur serving fast food. You can also make a million dollars as a restaurateur having a Michelin star restaurant. It doesn't matter. It just depends on who you are and what you want to do. Some people will just, they will hit what you're talking about, Kayla, with like, with uh, about quality control. There are some agents out there that say, say, I don't care about any of that. Let's blast through all as many, get as many agents and as many people through the door as possible. We're not going to work on repeat business. We're All we're going to do is get new leads, get new leads, get more people and just run, turn them and burn them and stuff. And those people can make a lot of money doing that. Yeah. And then there's another way of doing it, which is I think Catherine's way, which is we have the sta- standards and we have a way that we want to do things and we want a way, a way that we present ourselves and we work with clients and I want it to be done to that level every single time, no matter who is on the phone with that person. Well, yeah. And that's a different way of doing it. They're both just as, just as successful in their own beings. Yeah. It just depends on who you are as a person. Yeah. I think I probably most people have some kind of standard of, um, what their expectations are. I was being are. extreme. For- yeah, yeah. Yeah. But so whatever that standard is though, that's, that's the part that has to be trained and, then so when you're kind of when you're delegating out those job duties and saying okay so if I'm not going to so if your first admin person is like an executive assistant like I'm no longer checking my email and responding to it then that email response needs to look and sound the same as it would if it was coming from me Mm -hmm. if somebody else is going to be doing that for me Mm -hmm. um and um (laughs) that's that's how you would want it but other people would just uh, 
Carissa would send the email and then Who's Mar- Carissa? and then Mark would send the email and then and then there'd be a follow up and then Jesse would call the person on the phone and they'd all say, yeah, I'm with the ThinkLib B team and it would be a bunch of different people all handling it. It wouldn't be all in one voice because they don't no, like but that's I, how I, you decide to do it. I'm saying if you're looking at best practices for you. No, for in general, mm-hmm. <laughs> this show is called Seeking the Best. I have found. <laughs> we will get through the whole. While seeking our best, we point. have found <laughs> that it's more beneficial for the person to well to decide if you're going to hire someone to create an outline of their job duties, get everything off the plate that isn't sales related, and then teach them and train them how to replicate what you would do yourself. So that it does sound like you, so that it it is a repeating experience. Yeah, it remains consistent. And then when you go to hire that next person, whoever that might be, um, so like for now, let's let's use Kayla has hired a transaction coordinator because she didn't want to do that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So we're taking that off of her plate and there's a separate in-house transaction coordinator. We've had third party like... Um, TCs. TC, yeah, where you pay per deal. And that that worked before, but we were looking to have somebody more in-house as a part of the actual team. So now she's training that person to sound just like, guess what? How I sounded 10 mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so that those people get the same exact experience. Yeah. Just through So they feel just as taken name. care of. They feel like they have the utmost communication in the way that Catherine would. Yeah. Sure. I totally even if they never sense. worked with Catherine because mm-hmm. of, obviously you get new people in that are now working with buyers agents it doesn't matter the overall point is that that's brand consistency and and um, client experience, I mean, client and, that, experience. And, and those are the, those are two things brand and and customer experience that are very important to you and that's why your business is the way it is it's also what but I'm just following okay I'm just following the model that I think we we talked about Mm -hmm. last time and multiple times, I'm sure, is I'm just following the MREA model because Mm -hmm. people have come before and said, here's what the top five job duties of a real estate agent are. And if if it's not on there, then you shouldn't be doing it if you want to be the team owner and and realtor. So I have have taken stuff off my plate that I still wish I could do because it's fun. I don't necessarily, I don't like people, so I don't necessarily like calling leads or following up with leads or (laughs) really anything to do with leads. I think what they need to create is a team leader rainmaker growth Mm. because nobody sees how it happens as just a single like idea coming from the rainmaker team leader and how that looks as like their own delegation, what they determine as because they're likely in production and sure they can start off by not being in production at all. But most of the time team leaders start out as production. Right. And then it's just, you have everything and then you have to hire and then you have to train and then you have to start separating it from there. Yeah. Well, and even like, so once you have a buyer's agent, oftentimes that doesn't mean that you aren't actually still working with buyers. Um, So it just depends on the way that you have things set up. But there's a lot of like, especially in this market, there's a lot of buyers like I still work with buyers. I work with our past clients and repeat and referral business because I've been doing this for so long. Um, So I'm still working with buyers, too. And so when you delegate some things you delegate, it's more of um, it's not really delegating all of it. It's like adding. It's not. Yeah. It's not taking business away from or business away. It's adding more business on top of. Right. In theory. Yeah. In theory. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, Yeah. In theory. Like, so you're adding another person because um, you no longer can, you don't have the capacity as an individual person to show any more houses and take on listings to grow into an actual organization. You have to delegate that lead follow-up to other people. As those leads come in, somebody's got to work them. Somebody's got to do the open houses. So you're delegating some of the activities to buyer's agents um, as they come in, but it's not necessarily taking all of that off your plate. Right. Um, It could, I wish then, sometimes well, you have, would. Well, if they're if they're doing their jobs and bringing in the business that they're supposed yeah, to, yeah, at bring some in, point you can get to a place you where a you place. potentially right. could really delegate the entire buyer side of the business. Correct. I mean, that's that's, that's what the goal. the goal is. The organizational chart is that one day you, as the the team owner, are not 
in the business anymore. Just you're, on it. You're yeah, you're not looking, you're not talking with clients about should they lower their price. You're not uh Do, saying well, doing you, the LP mama with anyone. You're just putting out fires. Yeah. Right. Should they come up to your level? R- right. And right. and yeah, and if you have the right people along the way, um, that really actually shouldn't happen either because you've created well, standards would, and systems yeah. in place that you'll be putting out fires until the business grows to the point. Of where you're not putting out fires yeah. anymore. Yeah, at that point, it's, it's a, probably like a two million tax lien if that's any fire that you're facing. What? And that's not going to happen. No, she's talking about a deal we're dealing with that has a large tax lien oh, on I know. it. Yeah, I know that job. Yeah, so um, not not that we would have a tax lien, but mm-hmm. that when a when a seller suddenly has a tax lien, that then Catherine might have to step in on that. Right. Yeah. Um, because it's something that you'd have is an expertise new. on, or <laughs> yes, at least I can would. figure. out an expertise yeah. should you not have experienced it before because i can step in and say oh that's funny you have a irs tax lien on your buyer's deal i had one of those ones fun stuff fun not stuff. A, not on us no, no not, not on, on us. us let's be really clear we do not have any irs liens, <laughs> um or owe any money to the irs that we no. know of <laughs> and you wanted to uh take a break yeah all right let's take one And we're back. Hello. Hi. That was a little mousy sound. <clears throat> uh, oh, yeah. Kayla's back from vacation. I'm back. <sighs> I am here. Did you seek your best on your vacation? I did. We saw a great white shark. Oh, my goodness. It's about a 20-foot shark next, right next to our boat. We thought it was a whale shark, and we were this close to, like, Let's jump in and go swim with it. Oh, my God. And we never heard from Kayla. <laughs> it was a great white shark That's wow. right there. That's crazy. Yeah. A lot of fun stuff. Contact broke in my eye on the last boat day. Had to go to the doctors. Oh, but God. overall, we got fish and sun. <laughs> that you just did one of those where you like sandwiched a negative in the middle. I know. It was a fun experience. It was great. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Anytime there's a shark in the water, probably not a good idea to. We caught fish after that, though. So if you see a shark, chances are you might catch a fish because we were like two hours in with no fish, and then we saw the shark and we got five fish. Mm. So interesting. Interesting. Notes: If you're going out deep sea fishing, find a shark. (laughs) There there you go, guys. (laughs) Seeking your best uh, vacation, but Um, I can only take a vacation because we have leverage. Right. Right. I told Kayla she's not allowed to go anywhere until there's somebody uh, hired and in place. <laughs> That's so like that- she should have gone anyways. <laughs> well, so let's be real and talk about that for a minute because it when it's when it's you and one admin and the admin is gone, then you become the assistant administrative person during that time while they're gone. And so then if you if you're an agent and you have an admin and you have another agent and then that admin is gone. You become the assistant for the other agent. agent yeah. <laughs> and so that's why it's really good to have more administrative support before agents. And I know like I've made the mistake, so has everyone else, of hiring agents before administrative support. Um, or we've had administrative support, but then, you know, you get a turnover mm-hmm. and there's a period of time where there isn't that additional support. And I think the biggest part about as soon as you decide to hire and grow a team, You have to have redundancies in place so that when somebody is gone, that they truly can enjoy their vacation and really be gone um, and that you don't lose your mind. Yeah, have to fully step in and take care of everything and anything. Yeah, Yeah, because because then you can't do your five job duties and then that's how you end up on that roller coaster. All of a sudden, yeah, I'm running around doing admin work and then... A month from now, there's no closings. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, and that that definitely, that has happened and can happen. Um, and, and so you want redundancies in place. So if you have admin one, admin two is going to come in. And in most cases, I do think it's transaction coordination that the second administrative person is doing. Um, that's the choice that we made. And it was partially because it wasn't necessarily something Kayla was enjoying doing. It was something that we we needed and we wanted to have it in house. So it because we are really particular with like how communication that goes. And experience. Like <laughs> yeah. we wanted to have the in house so that we can make duplicatable experiences for the agents and the clients. Yeah, and then and you can't do that with a third party, really. 
Well, and then so then you have, if you have two administrative people, the first one's job is still, they're still uh, list, like essentially their listing manager, which means they're going to put in all the listings, do any listing marketing, all the things related to listings that aren't negotiating the offer. Um, they're also going to be basically doing any kind of marketing, social media, um, any ads, any prepping of um like flyers, postcards, anything like that. That's also their job. And then they also are, are your executive assistant still. So they're just helping you with whatever you need. Yeah. Like hey, checking in you, on a document. Yeah. Has it been signed yet? Send that over if it has. Yeah. And keeping all of those files organized and submitted to the office so that we get paid, et cetera, et cetera. So those are, so a, 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 that first EA is like anything and everything I need. So marketing, listing prep, uh, writing, helping write offers, um, lead management and coordination, um, you know, transaction coordination, client gifts, client events, everything. And then the transaction coordinator comes along and they're really just going to be a specialist in that. And that all of that transaction coordination stuff comes off that person's plate. They're still doing all of those other things. And then that person should be able to handle more files than maybe the EA could. Yeah. Because... That's she was doing everything focus. else. Yeah. So that person should be able to handle more files. Therefore, you can do more business and grow. You can have more agents because there's somebody else who should be able to handle more files. So then you can start to hire agents because you've got those administrative support pieces. And then when you're hiring agents, um, that's the key to that too, is if you only have one buyer's agent and that buyer's agent gets sick or goes out of town, guess who's, guess who's yep. a buyer's agent guess for who's the day. Guess who's opening a door and right. properties. So, um, that was one of the things I've, you know, I've done that before. I've made that mistake before. And, and that's one of the things recently I, I wanted to hire again really quickly because I don't want that to happen because the minute that happens, you're, you're taking a step back. Yeah. And like you said, it might only be a day, a week, but any, like we don't have enough time in the day as it is. So any little bit where I'm off task of what is mo- my most important work means We've already that- said you have ADD. <laughs> so, so look, I'm already off track. The minute I wake up in the morning, I don't need to then take on somebody else's job responsibilities. Right. Um, because then we're going to be off in a week or two when I'm supposed to have done X, Y, Z and I didn't. Yeah. Cause things p- come, pile on week by week by week. So if you're a yeah. week behind, then you have double the load the next week and yeah. you already don't have time to do the one load you had. So yeah, just continuous until it's gone eight that, weeks from now. That sounds like my laundry problem. No, right no, now. I was thinking of laundry too. <laughs> we have all these backed up loads of laundry yeah. and now it's going to take weeks to do. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> you just okay. sit down and get it done. I'm sorry, I got off track. <laughs> this is a perfect example of my attention problems. Um, but yeah, and then so once you have agents, then that then they produce more sales and you may need to hire additional either depending on what you've got. So if you get more listings, like in theory, the idea would be that you should get more listings and then you might need a listing manager. Mm-hmm. And then the what started as an executive assistant is starting to move to a director of operations where they're managing two people in the operations department. Um, in And I'm not using this as an excuse, but like, like listings are hard to come by right now. So we don't have the need for a listing manager, yeah. so to speak. Um, and that's not necessarily the market. It's just, I, you know, I'm still trying to figure that out well, on my you're own. Still, you're still taking on buyers. Too, right, right. So you get to the level with enough buyers agents, you won't have to take on buyers and you can focus more on listings and then you can worry about as that transition is happening, listing yeah. manager. But this is all that messy stuff in the middle that like yeah, nobody, nobody ever talks about it. They just sort of say like, okay, and then- I started in real estate. Two years later, I was at seventh level. <laughs> right. Ta-da. Right. And you're like, what? <laughs> well, and then it's you see drawing like- of, You ever see that thing, that meme of like how to draw a horse? And it's like three circles, step one, and uh, then step two is the finished drawing oh, of the yeah, horse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you're like, well, what about all the in-between stuff? Yep. Yeah. But that's that's the thing is like, 
and and this could come over a couple of years or it could be like 10 or 15 years mm. <laughs> or no, it could be in don't si- say that no i was gonna uh, you, uh, you said over a couple years and i was gonna bust in with or six months yeah exactly no but i just you just mean when a agent starts well i mean from the time that you start to the time that you're to a point where there are redundancies oh, in place yeah, and yeah, you've yeah. got a, a team in which you could step away and really not have to answer the phone like that is because everybody deserves to have a vacation and deserves to like yeah. take time off but in real estate if you don't have a team in which you've structured where everybody's got their own job responsibilities that they solely own and then there's a redundancy if they're out of town mm-hmm. then you're always on and you're you're never able to step away. Yeah. And so you have to think about that. And I didn't, the first time we started hiring people, I was just like, we're just going to build a team and I'm going to hire yeah. this person. And, <laughs> um, and then and as now, soon as that person left and you had to step back into doing it, it's yeah. like, oh, we can't do this again. That was the period of time in which I refer to as the rebuilding year. Right. <laughs> what year was that? Like, <laughs> don't, it 14? doesn't matter. <laughs> um, and, but there's actually maybe been a couple. There's been a few. <laughs> That's normal though. Well, yeah. But when you're like each time you learn a little bit about it and say, okay, strategically, I need to hire faster um and hire like this first and then a second person to fill in for that person and then i'm in i'm in a position where everything in transactions should be taken care of mm-hmm. yeah. right like at this point and i'm not saying this to uh <laughs> to anybody specific out there um i just mean like at this point when you when you've got the admin 1 admin 2 and the admin 2 is a transaction coordinator all things related to transactions from both your buyer's agents and your listings from you should be handled. Yeah. And you shouldn't have to step back in because that's their sole job. They're a specialist. Yeah. And that's the specialist model. And that's what I really like about that idea is that that person should be better at that job than I ever could be mm-hmm. because they're going to do so many more deals yeah. Then even I've done if yeah. they do, you know, if they stick with that it for a while. The, right. That right. part of the deal, they've done more than anybody else. Right. And I used to say that about we had a um, we had a third party TC for for quite a few years where she was just paid per deal through her company. But she had done so many transactions that I like really felt confident saying, like, you're going to love this person. She's actually done more closings than I ever have. Yeah. And I know that sounds bad the way I just said it, but like, you know what I mean? Like you want to give the client um, the the feeling that that person is better at this than me. And that's why you're going to hear from them because yeah. their job role is to solely focus on scheduling, getting you to a smooth closing. My job is to negotiate and, and you know, the best deal for you. So in order for me to do this really well, this person has to do this really well. And that's that's the dream like that you're building towards. But in the middle, yeah, you're kind of like, like I'm writing addenda and like I'm doing stuff and like we're still figuring it out. Like there, that's the part that nobody really talks about is the like when you, you've got a couple people that are new at the same time and you're trying to still manage doing listings and buyers all at once. And yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. Yeah, no. I, it's <laughs> it's the, messy stuff. Yeah, it doesn't sound like you're complaining. Okay. Maybe I was a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But once you once you have that um, the transaction coordinator, and then if you can get the listing inventory, this is this is my focus is to get the listing inventory to a place where we would actually warrant having a listing manager. Plus, that person would also then do marketing stuff mm-hmm. in 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 our world. Um, and then Kayla is strictly managing right. those people. She doesn't have to worry about uploading photos to MLS and making yeah. right. sure things are populating and doing all of those feedback, showing yeah. requests. Yeah, all of that stuff can be. And then you, then the idea is then that person, that director of operations, is then has more time to commit to hiring and recruiting growth. and yeah. growth. Right. And looking for other opportunities for growth in the business. Mm-hmm. And that's when I think that I, I don't know, you know, exactly, but like I think, you know, in that time period where you've got um, enough listings that there's listing manager, you've got transaction coordinator, maybe even more than one, several agents out in the field doing the field work that you get to a point where um, explosive go- growth is possible 
because there are all these redundancies and everybody is living in that that special world of like i'm just going to focus on these you know 20 things it's like the assembly line but different no it is the assembly well yeah yeah, because you're special you're still coming in at different points well and you're hired to do a job that hopefully you like and it's Mm -hmm. that part of the a big process and stuff but yeah i mean it's like any company you know, any every company has a million different well, departments all, of doing all doing different things for one common goal. That's yeah. that's kind of like the, the Ford assembly line when they're building the truck. There's a lot of different components and processes throughout. The end result is we want to have a smooth closing table experience and the truck to drive off the lot successfully. Yeah. I think every business really probably has the same departments, and for whatever reason in real estate because because you can just be a single agent mm-hmm. it gets it gets um confused i think yeah, somewhere because in there. you're not because at the end of the day there isn't a product that's being sold like you can do uh three deals a year or you can do 300 deals a year and at the end of the day the person who bought the house still bought the house whether they worked with the person who sold three a year or 300 mm-hmm. it's like so yeah it can get confusing because it's a different but but every business has yes. a sales department every business has an operations department yeah and and there's various job job titles that all really line up the same way as a real estate business does it is just yeah. you're selling the service not yeah. it's a slight yeah product. So they all have slight variations but basically all but basically yeah it's all the same yeah i don't know um yes so so do you, is that your let's take a break sure okay let's take a break <laughs> the think Live b team is an orlando-based real estate team with keller williams realty at the parks we operate as a boutique style company with the resources of the largest real estate company behind us think Live b is looking for talented people like you to join our team If you happen to live in the Orlando area and you're a detail-oriented quick learner, then we might have a place for you. Whether you're a real estate agent or administrative professional, we are looking for individuals who are ready to work hard and ready for success. If you're ready to join the team, visit us at thinklivebee.com. And we're back. Okay. I was Kayla's yawning. She's had such a rough week. I know. It's been so tiresome, let me tell you. Um, did you have a day between? Like when you. Sun, yeah, yesterday. Okay, but I couldn't remember when you got back. We're getting our bathroom remodeled, so it's been kind of uncomfortable mm. and a little messy again, but there's a whole day to rest. I'm fine. Okay. Just checking in. <laughs> You're sleeping over there. Um, I was going to say, with. She needs that couch in the office. I'm telling She's you. She's determined to get a couch. I'm and I'm like, that's not in the budget. You're going to show up. We're going to have another office. That's not in the budget. <laughs> um, but so, what were we talking about? Oh, job duties, jobs. Um, speaking of budget, so that is one thing where, like, I actually like budgets and numbers. And for a really long time, um, I think I just, like, it's one of those things where you just don't have time for all the time to do that, but it's super important. And that is the overall budget is supposed to be set by the team owner. And then that director of operations or EA person spends is, all the money. Spends all the money. <laughs> they, they then um, track the funds and report back like the budget versus actual and that kind of thing. So there are some things that like can overlap and same thing with like lead generation and marketing the overall plan of like here's what we're going to do and how we're going to do it that is supposed to be the team owner's job responsibility and then the those tasks of like getting those postcards ordered um getting the design work if necessary like those are the that operations administrative person's job so you have to work really closely with that first person that you hire and usually they end up moving from an executive assistant to a director of operations, hiring and managing and training other people because they worked so closely. so closely that they really can replicate what you're thinking in your head for most things um, and can tell that to somebody else. Yeah. So that first hire is super important. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean first hire ever. I mean the, that the role. First, the first, first person on the team to join the team even if you have to hire that for that role role multiple multiple times right Right. (laughs) um that made sense yeah it's what we've we've spoken before about 
how important that role is and it's better not to settle if you're in that you go to make that hire and you're three months in and it's not clicking clicking just like you're you're i don't think she or he is getting it i just they're not seeing it the same way they do things differently blah 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 you got to cut them loose yeah and find somebody that just gets it where you're like oh well this is easy enough yeah and if it doesn't feel like that then you you, because that person's going to be hopefully with you for a long time because the last thing you want is to get that person six months in eight months in getting ready to make the next hire and then that person goes yeah i'm out of here four years and in you, and you got to start over you know yeah well, well four years four years in hopefully at that point if that person leaves there's enough money to hire somebody <laughs> who's better than the, them that has the experience <laughs> well, can come or in and i'm that. not going anywhere pat <laughs> or or they have i wasn't talking about you or they have they have the the outline of everything right <laughs> um, well, they put together a it's book. my last day july 28th <laughs> 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 no, sorry. This is an ongoing joke. Um, but uh, but but you know what is important about that that hire is, and we've talked about hiring before. And I wouldn't say I'm any expert, but I have had some, uh, you know, quite a lot of interviews over the years now. And it's the personality part is the most important thing. And I'm like I'm always really interested to see what people's personality profiles show and how it matches and what are the inconsistencies with the role and how will they maybe not be a match and all of those things. Um, but it really matters. And almost all the time, the people who weren't really a high match, like it shows, it still shows. Out, yeah. And sometimes it, it could still work in in different ways. But like you ha- you once you see that over and over again, you're like, OK, I know what the issues are and if it can or can't be overcome. Yeah. Is it a big enough factor that they're just never going to succeed in that role? And no matter how much I like them, if they just don't match up with what that needs. Yeah. Um, and you have to know what that means it's for you. Di- it's slightly different in sales than it is with um, with admin because admin, it's such a set role. And in sales, there's lots of ways to get to the finish line. So they it can be compensated a little bit in certain areas where the like maybe maybe they're not like a uh a, a uh super like super outgoing person yeah. but they have tons of drive and then well, and they're never gonna quit right and it's like so they can that can be compensated a little bit that doesn't those kinds of things don't really help you in the admin world though. well so one of the things and again i would never say that i'm like a super awesome salesperson but um in my personality profile on the strength finders, which I think we've talked about before. Um, one of the things that showed up in that, and I remember when I took that test, I was like, really, I don't, I don't see that in myself, but now I really understand it more. So one of the top five personality traits that I have are strengths from the strength finder assessment was called relator. And I was like, Oh, that makes me sound like a people person. And I don't find myself to be that way. And I don't really like people, but then I really read it and understood it that like, that is why I'm able to do sales because I don't necessarily want, like, I don't really go out and seek relationships with people or want to have conversations with people. Yeah, You're not going to strike up a conversation with somebody in a, in the post office and say, what, so what do you do? Yeah. I'm a realtor. Here's a card. Like yeah. you're not that kind of a person. Right. But I do once, you know, somebody else starts talking to me, um, I can kind of find things to talk about and I'm looking for like what's interesting about them and how can I have this conversation and so that has helped me through what would normally be not a good personality for sales I've I've been able to persevere through because there's this other trait in there that like I'm not outgoing and salesy and I don't really like talking to people and I don't need people in my day but when they are there's something interesting about that without it being yeah without you faking it right yeah right so so that has worked so looking at those personality traits you can kind of start to see like will this person do well in this role and i think one of kayla one of your strengths is like discipline well and i know you don't think you have any but i'm very i I 
can see that I have some discipline. Sometimes I'm a little stubborn and that's my discipline. (laughs) Well, but like I think doing an administrative role takes discipline because it is sticking to your schedule and Mm -hmm. trying. And I know we all struggle with all of that, but like I'm just saying that that is a quality that is a good thing to have in an administrative role. So I can see why that would show up. Yours is also analytical. And focus. And um, focus. Yeah. And mine, I think, focus might have been the last one on the list. <laughs> she doesn't kidding. remember. She she didn't finish reading it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They only give you your top five, I think. But um, but definitely that was not on there. And um, so knowing what those that that personality assessment, whatever it is, the disc or the KPA or whatever, is important. But also the strength finders really helps you kind of Put discover them in their strong suits. Yeah, discover what are their top five strengths and. And then it kind of outlines um, like how you could utilize your strengths. And so if you can kind of read through that and see like, oh, I see how that would be applied to this job or actually I, I don't think that that would work. Like they're not going to enjoy this work. Then, you know, you how know, maybe place them. Yeah. Like don't hire them or play, maybe there's a different place for them. Different role. Yeah. I do look forward to a day where I don't, we're not at this position, but like to a time where, cause I always hear this when I go to like career visioning classes or things like that, where people are like, you know, if you've got a great talented person, but like, they're not right for that role, like you fit them in and I'm like, fit them into where? Yeah. Like it, you have to have a web of, to be able to areas, fit them in. Yeah, yeah. There has to be multiple areas of you. If it's just four people and maybe somebody you can like pitch them with so that there's not just you having to ensure that they're doing good they have somebody well that's the whole arm link with that's the whole redundancy thing Mm -hmm. it's like for now i'm essentially um you know a sales manager on top of other job responsibilities i'm a sales manager because i have other agents that i want I, i want them to succeed for obvious reasons, like they're part of the team, they need to make sales to be on the team, but also for them and all that. And, but as a sales manager, like that's not necessarily going to always be on my job plate. That's something that you delegate off eventually mm-hmm. to somebody who, to the agent, um, hopefully the agent that you've already hired. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that that's a, like, hopefully an, one yeah. of the agents you have shows that they're not just a good salesperson, but they actually have training and teaching skills, skills as yeah. well. And right. they have also worked closely next to the team leader, so they understand Correct. the standards right. for so the other So they can make sure that everybody else right. is doing you it can't, too. You can't build that team like that and then have uh, like four or five buyer's agents and then hire somebody from the outside. Who and doesn't know say, anybody. Do, and then, yeah, and then say, do it the way, train them all the way that I do it. It's yeah. like there has to be somebody there that is, otherwise it's a lot of, a, I, a, a longer process. It can be yeah, done. Yeah, I was going to say, you long, could. And yeah, it can be done. It's just a longer process. Then, but then you're probably the one training them. Yep. Or your director of operations. If that director of operations um, was fully enveloped in the sales side Mm -hmm. then then yes you could have that person train it it just depends on who's the person who has the most um knowledge about whatever is being the top fives yeah so when you're a single agent you know it all because you've been doing it all you're the person that has to train that next person but eventually you're not training anybody because there's somebody else yeah that has actually on all five of those they're a specialist in that role to train right Right, right. Yep. Director of sales, director of operations. It's ex- it's so exciting to envision um, the work chart. Yeah, like I am. I'm kind of <laughs> she thinking. Just, Sunday evening, she's just there with her wine glass looking at the org chart on the wall. This is nice. Yeah, that's Look exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and and then I'm like, why isn't it here yet? <laughs> patience is key. <laughs> oh, I have the patience of a saint. <laughs> Don't I, Pat? Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. The question you are about to hear is true. Only the names have been changed to protect the innocent. Questions from the West. Question from the web says, Hi, I, I'm not actually a realtor myself, but recently started doing photography on the side for a few realtors I know and considering adding a service for writing the listing descriptions too. Before I ask my clients, just wondering if that would actually be a helpful service from a realtor's perspective. Appreciate any input. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So um, 
I would pay for that. I mean, I wouldn't pay a ton of money for it because at this point I've kind of got like a template that I can pull and pop in the details, you know, so it's not, um, it's not something I'd pay a lot for, but it is one of those things is a perfect question for today because it is one of those things where I find it tedious now. Mm -hmm. Like it used to be fun, you know, but it's now it's like, oh crap, I got to write this description because I am supposed to be negotiating contracts and looking for a new business. And so writing a description, it seems like an inconvenience, Mm -hmm. but it's important. It's an important thing to that that listing because not all people there's people who look at just the photos then there's people that read the description Mm -hmm. and so if you don't have a strong description alongside nice photos you're not doing your seller the proper service so i think it's super important and it's just one of those things that i would i would pay to have that done just like we pay to virtually stage sometimes if it needs it like i mean that's what's missing out of the question is like what that charge would be yeah because i'm just thinking uh, like i do our videos and sometimes I don't have like I'm assuming this guy is gonna or girl is gonna go and take photos of the house and then make notes and then whatever but you don't know um that it's got a brand new AC right they would have to have you're gonna have to yeah you're gonna have to be able to pull details from the agent get the details from the agent who might not be super responsive or whatever and all of those things and then what happens when you write the description and they go yeah can you take this out and change this and do that and blah 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 and now it's a back and forth of editing and stuff i i see elements of this that might work um i think you're gonna have to just try and experiment and see what happens but I think um, you could just have like wherever I'm going to, uh, well, I wouldn't be doing it, (laughs) Uh, wherever the listing manager or EA uh, is going to submit that form to get the photos done from this person, Mm -hmm. that they would also check a box that says write my description. And Mm -hmm. then there would be input fields of like roof, AC, any other improvements we need to know about. Yeah, so you're going to have to create a form. You're going to have to create a form. Kayla would love to help you with that. (laughs) I've got you. Actually, there's one already created. Go to (laughs) thinklibby.com and find Kayla on there. Got you. Um, But I I would have to think about like how long does that take us to do and then what is that time worth? Yeah. 20 minutes. So 20 then, to 30 minutes if you have all the details. So then I guess it depends on who's currently doing it and, and, and what's do, that. And also do create a, I'm, I'm going to want to know like what your writing skills are and well, whether sure, you can you speak in complete sentences. So put together <laughs> a website or something so that I can read along with photographs of those particular houses, some examples, a little portfolio yeah. or whatever. I think I think that um, people would pay for that. And so it would be a nice add-on service. I would not start a specific listing description writing <laughs> <No>. company, <laughs> yeah. but it, as an add-on to Since a it goes photograph. To the photos, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do it up. <laughs> What's next? small win Kayla my small win is uh my vacation how can I say anything else that's a very big win to be honest but small win is that the business didn't burn down um nobody quit win too nobody quit nobody had tears anywhere that was seeable no one got fired yeah nobody got fired so i think that's overall great success perfect um small win oh gosh i forgot to prepare i don't have one because you said last week well from here here moving forward we're all going to be about baking baking and we're going to yeah you didn't bake this weekend did you i didn't didn't see any photos i didn't bake this weekend i wasn't in the mood you had two great closings I did. I had I had two great closings. One that was super extended. That was just eye rolling. But yeah, sellers I, are happier than I, ever. Did she just sorry. eat a bug? She just caught a fly. Oh no! Killed it. High five, girlfriend. Oh so. Oh, is it right there? Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. Um. Anyways. Sorry, everybody. 
we're not we're not we're not we're not editing that <laughs> we do record this at our house real life um, real real life but yeah i was supposed to bake this weekend because this is my my new thing and i was honestly like i wasn't really in the mood and then also i was a little bit intimidated because the next baking challenge is a pie and Ooh. so not the the pie itself is not intimidating but making the crust yeah. like i really wanted time to do it right and you have to chill that stuff and like, i just didn't feel like i had the time to dedicate to do it right so i didn't but you're correct i did have two great closings and we are happy to see those people with gone their t- no 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 <laughs> i'm just, just kidding, kidding. <laughs> it's more more so the co-op our clients are lovely uh-huh. they're excellent and my small win is we as listeners know we've been remodeling this house for a while now and um for i don't know maybe four weeks i've been looking at lights in fact i know i know every single light light fixture yeah every single light fixture every sconce on the internet (laughs) Uh, if if it's on there i've looked at it and there was one that stuck out and has i've keep going back to and even last night Catherine was like why don't you just buy that light You've been looking at that light for for weeks now. Just get that one. And I didn't tell you this. I did. I was about to say Woo! what? I did purchase that light. What? I used my account. <laughs> <laughs> I did purchase the light today. So Small one. That is a small one. That's one light down, about 30 to go. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Hey, guys, remember to rate and review us on iTunes. It really helps new listeners to find us. You can also send questions, letters, or stories to us at our website on SeekingTheBest.com. You can even leave us a voicemail, and we'll play it on the show. Send us a tweet at SeekTheBestPod. And for Kat, Kayla, and myself, thanks for listening, and we'll figure this all out next week. Adios. This has been a Think Live Be production.